Welcome to Tales from the Clit. I'm Stephanie and I'm a sexual educator. Since 1982, over two billion federal dollars have been spent on abstinence education programs. Meanwhile, only 13 states require the information and sexual education programs to be medically accurate. These political choices have a very real effect on the personal lives of individual citizens in the United States. I believe that every sexual encounter is a learning experience, and I believe in the power of storytelling, especially as an educational tool. This podcast is a blatant attempt to mix these two beliefs, in which you and I will be learning about sex through the stories people tell. Listener discretion is advised. So, today we're talking to... James! (laughs) And how do we know each other? We met each other through uh, my partner, uh, Russ. Okay, and today we're going to talk about... The trials and error of a bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, so I wanted to start off by saying that I met my now partner, Russ, uh, my first year. And it was on Grindr because I was just so new to everything, especially like meeting up with guys and like bottoming, especially. It was like one of the most awkward experiences of my life like getting to do sexual things because like I was a teenager and I was closeted throughout most of my high school experience you know and then you were a freshman yeah I was a freshman in college 18 year old yeah 17 18 around that age yeah (laughs) we'll just keep it 18 for now okay (laughs) but um yeah so I had talked to Russ for a bit on Grindr and I thought he was super cute. And the first night I had met up with him, he was super sweet. He just told me he wanted to cuddle, but, like, it was, like, 9 o'clock. And, he like, I mean, from my perspective, I was like, does he just want to cuddle, you know? I still had that inkling that he wanted to do something more. Mm-hmm. But our first night, we spent the entire night talking to each other. We stayed up till like, f- almost 6 o'clock in the morning talking about our lives and stuff. And then, you know, I ended up giving him head the entire night, too. So, <laughs> you know... I mean, like, I can give you head, and I can give you, like, a good conversation. Like, that's what I'm looking for. So, we had talked to each other, like, throughout the entire year, but um, I want to talk about, like, my first bottoming experience with a guy that was actually consistent. He was, like, one of the, like, the most, like, the first consistent person I had ever had done stuff with, Mm -hmm. if that is to make sense, but, yeah. The first time I actually bought it for him was, uh, it actually went really well. Like, I had bought a douche. I had, yeah. He was How a re- was douching? Douching was, douching was an experience that did, I. Did you live in the dorms? Yes, I did. Where did you douche? Oh, my God. That was disgusting. So, okay. So, my douching, my douching experience in the dorms was <laughs> a journey. I had to make sure that, like, no one was going to the bathroom. I went through, I went to, I went during, like, a dead time during the mm-hmm. day, which was, like, around, like, four or five. Like, everyone's at dinner or at class or doing something. They, they, no one's really in the restrooms because there's, like, 25 other boys in that hall. Like, it's a hall filled with 50 people. I lived in AI. But anyways, so I always had to, like, plan for it. That was the thing. So I would – I ordered a douche off Amazon, like, any basic bottom that was just starting mm-hmm. out. Um, got my douche. I got a cup of water because I didn't want to use the sink. I just felt like that was just unsanitary. 
<laughs> and I also didn't want to go into the shower and like risk like clogging up drains. So like I would get a cup, fill it with water, go to the sink and then go back into the bathroom stall, like fill up my douche with water in the cup. Just because I and after that, I would just put it in. I would do that process all over again. Keep going back to the sink, making sure it was good and clean. I was very thorough my first time yeah. bottoming. I was like, I do not want to have shit on someone's dick. Like it was not going to happen. And our first time bottoming, my first time bottoming with uh, Russ was good, but it was kind of awkward at first because, like, I really wasn't used to sex. Is it is this the con- first consistent dick that you had that you were talking about? Yeah, the okay. first consist- consistent dick. Like, he was the first ever. And it went really Aww. well. What happened? Aw. Yeah, it went, re- <laughs> it went really well. Our first time went really well. Um, he actually didn't come because he got tired of fucking me. <laughs> like, I was just like, go harder. Like, I was just like, go. I was like, you're not doing it hard enough at one point because I was like, I was like, I want to be wrecked. <laughs> I don't know. I was very ambitious as a young bottom. I was like, you know, like, you know, my hole's tight. Like, I keep uh-huh. it right, keep it tight. Um, that's because I just didn't have sex. But I was like, letting any, I was letting him just like, just go for it. But uh-huh. he got tired, so he never really finished. And it was a good experience. Like, I came. I came from him just fucking me, oh. which was really nice. And yeah. I think he gave me one of my first, like, actual, like, I guess anal orgasm, if that makes Prostate sense. Prostate orgasm. Prostate orgasm. Yeah, he was one of the first to give me that. No, he was actually the first. I don't think I've ever told him that. I don't want to oh. give, I don't want to make him feel too confident, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the first. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I don't want to make him too uh, confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah that's how it goes and then our second in time our second and third time because we only had sex a couple times our first year um and it was it was not good i got too bold because like the thing with me is that i'm a very big into like foreplay and giving to another person Mm -hmm. so most of the times when we did have like sexual experiences it would just be me giving him like head for two hours or like you know doing fun stuff being intimate that it doesn't involve like actual penetrate like penetration like in like an orifice of my body (laughs) yeah um but so i so during the second time we were we were gonna have sex we decided to have it in the shower because i was like you know we had it on your bed the first time you know Mm -hmm. like let's change it up let's go to the shower (laughs) in the public in the public shower yes in the public shower in the dorms not ai because that's gross like you can get foot fungus up in there you have to wear shower sandals like it's not a cute time yeah it's kind of gross but we did at his dorms his were a little more exclusive he had the money (laughs) and i was here for it you know yeah and so um we get to the shower and i'm like all right, you know, we start kissing, we do foreplay, do our thing. And we realized, like, we don't have any lube. And I was like, you know, like, water works fine, right? Like, it's going to do such a great job. No. It's water. No, I'm saying that now to the audience. It's a fat no. Water is not good for anal. Water-based lube, though, on the other hand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a different story. So as I was saying, um... He tried sticking it in, and it felt like my asshole was literally about to tear. Like, it felt like so much pressure. It was so painful. And at one point, like, I was like, I told him to stop, because I was like, this, this is not working out. And um, he had just taken me out to, to eat, too, right mm-hmm. before. Like, I would say, like, an hour or two before. 
And that was another mistake. What did you eat? Girl, I it was <laughs> I was like, okay, listen, I'm not one of those bottoms that like uh, I'm gonna starve myself so I can have sex. Like, no, I'm gonna eat. Like I'm a like I'm a bigger boy. Like I'm going to eat something. And I didn't like I was still new to bottoming, still new to everything. Mm-hmm. So during that time while we were in the shower, um, we had finally figured it out. He just used to it. It was like, you know, it's not the best thing, but it's not the worst thing. Wouldn't recommend it, but like it is what it is. Can't change it now. Um, so we put spit on it and everything was good. It was a little painful, but like, you know, I was still, I was like, okay with it. It was a good pain tolerance. I'm kind of a masochist, but it doesn't matter. So he was putting it in, going in and out. And then we got to the point where he wanted to ride me. So like, I was still staying on him and I was maneuvering down into the shower. So you were, this was standing sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was standing sex. Were you like bent over? Yeah, I was like bent over. And then Mm -hmm. we kind of like maneuvered our way down Mm -hmm. and I started riding him for a bit, but like it wasn't working out. So I decided to get up and like, I kid you not, it was shit city, literally. The condom looked like, I don't know how to describe it. Have you ever seen bean paste? Yes. Yeah, that. Imagine that on a condom. It was... Gross. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun. And I remember we immediately just stopped. It entirely killed the mood. Uh-huh. But he understood. Like, he didn't make me feel bad about it. He was just like, you know what? We'll try it a different time, you know? We'll get it at a different time. And then our second time having sex, we were like, you know what? Let's do it on the band again. You know, it worked good for us again. And I was still new to bottoming. And, you know, I still hadn't figured out douching. I still hadn't figured out, like, when to eat or, like, to not eat or mm-hmm. what to eat specifically if I was going to bottom. And that time I still had eaten, like, a decent meal. Like, I had eaten, like, a, like a sandwich or something. Something, like, hefty, you know? Yeah. And I got in on him again and it got on his bed. It got on his bed sheets, and I had to wash his bed sheets and then give them back to him the next day. It was really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but long story short, he still loves me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I'm not really that great at sex, apparently, from these stories. But apparently, <laughs> I'm doing something right. Um, so we carried on uh, throughout our lives. We kind of stopped seeing each other for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. No, like a year and a half. And then we met back up like during, midway during my second year. And um, we got together, and now we're uh, boyfriends, and we're having a great time. And I want to share that I still don't know how to bottom correctly. Yeah, so the, it, the first story was how many, two years ago? Are you a third n- year now? Yeah, I'm a third year now, and that was two years ago, my first uh-huh. year. And I still don't know how to bottom correctly. I still don't know what to eat, and I still don't know how to time things correctly. Like, <laughs> it's honestly just a trial and error process. Um, it's all about just knowing yourself and I still don't know myself because I've only been having sex for like five years um, <laughs> and uh, like it's like and it wasn't it's not it hasn't been consistent enough in my life to actually get to know my body mm. and I think that's a, another thing I want to talk about is that like a lot of people don't know like how, how their body works you know but this story oh mama <laughs> it's a lot so me and my boyfriend were hanging out. I just came to his place because I was just hanging out at my place. I had eaten spicy food. What? I had hot Cheetos, girl. And I had a jalapeno, like, pizza. Like, I was eating all the spices. And I remember before I had gotten there that something just, like, wasn't right. You ever have eat too much spicy food and your stomach's like, I don't like you right now. Yeah. Like, your stomach is cramping. It hurts, but you can't poop yet. Mm-hmm. 
It's like that type of thing. And it was just not it for me. And so I didn't like let him know because I was like, you know what? It's like, it's probably not, we're probably not going to have sex today. Like, it's whatever. And I still brought my douche over because, you know, it might happen. It might not happen. (laughs) You know, like, I'll douche, whatever. And so we're watching like some show on Netflix. And it was fine. We were having a good time. We were just chilling out. And he like, you know how like you're, if you're chilling with someone you know or like someone you're comfortable with like a partner, a hookup, and they just like they just initiate something. Well, he initiated it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm claiming that now. He initiated it. I did not start this, but I did want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we were talking about uh, no, we were just sitting. Uh, hold on. So we were lying down watching netflix having a grand old, a grand old time and your stomach was still cramping your stomach was still cramping but i like it was minimal because i was going in and out of the bathroom to go poop but it wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of poop like i felt like if i douche it would have been fine you know oh okay yeah and um so he initiated everything and i was like okay we're into it we're doing foreplay and the time comes where he's like hey babe like are you good to like to like bottom and i was like yeah i can go douche right now and like we can have a good time and so i douche i like everything my rule is that if it's clear you're in the good like yeah but even then i still get it's a little iffy like i do still like do like at least two to three times after it's clear just Mm -hmm. to make sure and even that's a process like douching is so long um so i get out of the bathroom and he's just like doing his own thing what does that mean I mean, he's, like, you know, keeping it up for me. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yes. So he's keeping it up, and he's like, do you want to get on top? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, no problem. So I get on top, and I was like, yeah, cool. Everything's feeling good. Everything's feeling right. And, like, you know, he's like, all right, I want to switch positions. Like, I want to fuck you. Well, not not fuck. Well, he was fucking me, but, like, I was, you know. Yeah. Basically, I was fucking him. You know, I was riding it. Yeah. So we get off of the bed and like I go onto the side of his bed and he puts it in and he's like, he's like doing it pretty fast and stuff. And like, I feel a burn. Like it doesn't like something doesn't feel all the way right. Mm-hmm. Like it starts to burn a bit, but like, I don't mind it. Cause I was like, you know, my butt's been burning like all day because of the spicy food. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Like I'm pretty sure like he can't feel it. Right. I was wrong. I was so wrong. And, like, we're, like, a couple minutes into him, like, doing his part of, like, (laughs) sex. And he's, like, babe, my dick burns. (laughs) Like, it really fucking burns. And I was, like, I was, like, don't stop. Like, I'm about to come right now. Like, he was, like, well, I'm about to come, too. And I was, like, please don't stop. Please don't stop. Like, I'm, like, like, gripping onto his, the side of the bed, like, onto the mattress, like, grabbing his sheets. And he's, like, going in. And he was like, it fucking burns. (laughs) (laughs) And he keeps doing his thing. And um, we keep going. So he keeps doing his thing. And he, he, and he's doing great. And like, but he, I still feel the burn too. Like it feels Uh a little uncomfortable for me. Yeah. But Uh, you're still going to come. Yeah. I'm still going to come like regardless. Like he's hitting my uh, prostate. Of course I'm going to come. So, um, so he keeps doing it. And he like busts and we bust at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. Eddie, I've never seen him run in my entire life. (laughs) 
<laughs> in my entire life. I've been with that boy. I've known that guy. I've known that boy for two years, and I have huh. never seen him run that fast to the bathroom. It was the most shocking thing. <laughs> and he's like, babe, my dick is burning. Oh, he's like, what is wrong? Like, I was like, I was like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, I'm frantically, I'm like, oh my God, like, did I like burn his dick? Like, was it like, I was like, damn, like my, like my butthole is actually fire, you know? <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? He was like, I don't know. It just burns. And I'm like trying to think of like everything of like why it would burn. And then I realized I had a lot of spicy food and I didn't put two and two together that it would actually like hurt him. Yeah. And he was like, babe, it's like the water's not helping. My dick is literally burning. And I was like, okay, like, what do I do? I was like, do you have milk or something? Because, like, that normally helps my tongue if I'm, like, eating spicy food or something. Or, like, and I kid you not, he was like, there's a tub of Ben and Jerry's in our freezer. (laughs) Grab it now. What flavor? I think it was, like, the late night, like, cookies and dough. You know? Yeah, the the, the Colbert one? Yeah, the Colbert one. Yeah, it was that one. It was, like, the (laughs) chocolate cookie dough. It was something weird. Uh Anyways, it was just not right. And I, like, grab it, rip it open, run to the shower, and give it to him. And he grabs a scoop full of ice cream and just puts it on his dick. Oh, (laughs) I thought he was going to put his dick in the ice cream. No, he did not put his dick in the ice cream. He scooped it out of his hand and just rubbed it in Uh there. I'm surprised he didn't get a UTI after that. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of sugar. That is a lot of sugar, especially going into the pee hole. Like, Like, boys don't, like, clean themselves out like that. But I think it's because he peed after. Yeah. That, that really helps. Yeah. And like, even after, like, we were lying down, like, after everything had happened, um, he was still, like, he was like, it still stings a little bit. <laughs> and then after we had that story, we called you. <laughs> Which I was so honored. Like, that's awesome. That makes me feel so special. Yeah. What did you think of that story? I thought it was hilarious. Oh. And I think I was like, watching tv and drinking wine and like just like chilling out and like it was just like a nice it was like just, little thing i was just like yeah i me and russ knew that you were going to laugh and appreciate that story we yes. called you right after it happened <laughs> like i kid you not it's not even after we lied down i think we had just gone out of the shower mm-hmm and we called you immediately because we knew you would love that story. <laughs> I loved it so much. And then I actually used it as like a um, uh, a lesson for somebody else. Like I told them the story like, oh, my friends told me about how they ate this before they bottomed. So don't eat that. Like, yeah, jalapenos. Here's what you beware. should eat. Yeah. Oof, they're going to be jalapeno dick. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. That's the thing. Like, it really burned him. Like, it burned my asshole. I didn't think it was going to burn his dick. Did you put ice cream on your asshole? No, no, I didn't. I wish I would have. But, like, honestly, my butthole was really raw. Because, like, I kept wiping all constantly. Because the spice food was not doing me justice in that mm-hmm. moment. But, yeah, I just felt really bad the entire day. Because I was yeah. like... I guilty. Really, I felt guilty. I was yeah. like, I'm a horrible bottom. You know, as... The years go by, I get a little bit better, but, like, not a whole lot better. There's always that one big slip up, and I felt like that was the big one for Mm -hmm. me, was just burning my boyfriend's dick. (laughs) He wasn't using a condom, right? No, because we uh, were pretty committed to each other, so Mm -hmm. we don't really try to open up our relationship like that. Okay. Yeah. Or during the time, yeah, we did it. I wonder what it would have been like 
if he had been wearing a condom? Like, would he have felt the burn? Would something, would it have hurt the material of the, the condom, you know? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I would have just felt the burn. Yeah. Th- like, th- would that barrier be enough for him not to feel that kind of burn? Because, like, the thing that I think about it is, like, what if, like, I had, like, jalapeno se- like jalapeno seeds in my ass? Like, that didn't, like, fully digest from my tract, you know? Like, and that got on his dick and oh. that started burning him. Like, yeah. that's what I was thinking about. Like, what if it was just, like, the jalapenos? Well, I mean, sometimes even touching a jalapeno Can without we- even the seeds and then, like, rubbing your eye, that hurts. Yeah. So that's maybe probably what caused yeah, it. Yeah. Just, like, a, I'm sure it's called something. Oh, yeah. Science. Whatever. Yeah. I think that was, like, one of the most embarrassing stories I've had with him. Yeah. Yeah, but he's great. He still loves me. Um, I'm not the best bottom, but I'm a bottom nonetheless. <laughs> That's beautiful. Can we end on that? Yes. Okay. Um, do you want to do, like, a quick lesson? What was yeah. the lesson? The lesson of today was to not eat spicy food before you bottom. It's not a good idea. You're going to burn your boyfriend's dick. If you're having stomach issues, just, like, don't. Just end of the story. Just do not have sex. Do not have anal, specifically. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. No problem. Tales from the Clit was recorded at the Ethnography Lab at UC Riverside in collaboration with the Cultural Media Archive. You can follow me, Stephanie, at Sex at Steph, and this podcast at underscore Tales from the Clit on Instagram. And you can send any questions to our email, talesfromtheclitoris at gmail.com. If, for any reason, you were triggered by content in this episode or need resources to deal with sexual violence, then contact the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Hotline at one 800 or find it at www.rain.org or call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or find it at www.thehotline.org. Cultural Media Archive